Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. So today's episode is going to be on something that I've done a lot of training on, and that's uh, the topic of SMART goals. And for those of you who may not be familiar with what a SMART goal is, it's basically a goal that you really map out, put some detail in so that you can achieve it. Um, I did a lot of time management, project management, uh, soft skills, hard skills, training, and Within those trainings, a lot of times we would circle around the SMART goals and turn everything into a SMART goal so that you can be successful, right? But this talk is not going to be telling you to use SMART goals, ironically. Um, And mind you, this is where experience, maybe maturity, age, um, and education all kind of slam into each other and you, you take... A lump of coal and turn it into a diamond right so when we're talking about what helps individuals excel and propel into the next level um, a lot of times what we're looking at is is a catalyst or or an explosion of energy right and I'm here to tell you that the more I thought about it the more I've read and listened you know smart goals are just stupid now let me be perfectly clear It's not bad to make a specific goal, right, which is measurable. If you don't measure something, you're really not going to move it. Um, Achievable, right, that's the next letter. Realistic and time-bound. Now, all of those are good in and of themselves. And SMART goals say you put all five together and you come up with this great goal that you can measure, hold yourself accountable, Be there's a timeline to it, and you don't make it so crazy that you can never achieve it so you don't feel like you can't do it. And you just push, 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 right? And you get it. And I used to really live by this. Uh, a lot of the things that I was working on coming out of prison, I, I had set these things up and I made them very realistic. So let me let me give you a taste of that. I had put together a full budget um, based on I was a certified optician and I thought when I got out, you know, I, I wrote some letters and Walmart had responded, said that they would hire me on, you know, of course, depending on, you know, availability, vacancies and all of that. Um, Costco said they would hire me so I I was really excited I was like you know I I can get out here and make a decent living or wage and I can really start um, getting back into society after 12 years of incarceration when I got out unfortunately for me um, it was 2009 February 25th 2009 which most of you should and probably remember like a bad dream you know it was just the heat of the recession right Um, people were getting laid off uh, businesses were closing up people were were selling losing their houses Um, even my parents who have done very well for themselves um, committed the cardinal sin when it comes to stock market and when the market goes bad sell 
and they did, and they lost a lot of money. Um, whereas uh, a more informed person in the stock market would have held on to those stocks and wrote it out if you have the financial, excuse me, financial stability to do so. Okay, that's a whole other podcast, though. So let's get back to these smart goals. So I set up a budget based on you know ten to fifteen dollars an hour wage, working full time, taking out taxes and everything, and I have my budget broken down to cell phone, you know, food, uh, you know, saving up money and then using money to buy a car. And I mean, I I did a lot of work um, in prison on on setting up a plan. For my success once I was released. Um, and then uh, I did something else. Which this will be another podcast too. As far as uh, when you're planning long term. Your short, mid and long term uh, goals. But I definitely had a plan A and B. And um, that was A was work. Uh, and B was go to school. You know just in case no one wanted to hire an ex-felon. I thought you know. My plan B would be I go to school and then I try to, you know, volunteer and work wherever I could um, to get that work history up and and to prove that, hey, I I can show up and do what you have to do and you don't have to worry about my past, right? So needless to say, had all this stuff done and and I had time frames. I I had like my one-year goal, which was really just to, to get back into working um, develop a regimen, you know, to keep me on the right track and, and be good with my parole officer, things like that. Um, my three-year goal was I wanted to have a vehicle that was mine. Um, I wanted to have money in the bank. Um, I'm not going to go into all the specifics, but I wanted I wanted to have part of the foundation, you know, to, to be in grown up basically because I was 36 years old getting out of prison and had nothing credit shot out no money uh, I think I paroled with 220 some odd dollars um, so it's not like uh, I was doing great I was very fortunate unlike some people to have family so I had a place to stay where I didn't have to pay rent although when I started working I did give my my mom 500 bucks a month uh, for letting me stay there but back to these smart goals so you know i had this plan and then my five-year plan and and this is you know what i have and i have it written down still i won't get rid of it i I was hoping to buy a trailer um so i figured i wouldn't be able to do a whole lot in five years except really work on my credit work on saving some money and i figured if nothing else i'll buy me a trailer um, and try and pay it off as quick as possible uh, so I can sell it um, and then use that to buy a house. That was my five-year big idea, and I figured it was going to take three years to get off parole. So three years high supervision, or as they call it in California, high risk. And then after that, be able to really spread my wings, maybe do some some, some extracurricular work, and, and really get that trailer after five years. That was my big thing. And they were set up kind of like SMART goals. You know, very realistic, very, you know, down-to-earth, um, achievable items. I had my time bound. They were specific. I, I was good to go, right? So you're probably saying, well, wow, you know, um, you're doing this because you've been successful in life. So it didn't work, right? 
Um, so at this point in time, and it is, you know, late July, almost August 2019, um, I've been off parole for years. I've been out of prison, you know, over 10 years, uh, bought and sold houses, and, you know, um, I'm still working a, a regular job. But I, I do some things on the side, too, and, and I have a family now, so I, I am busy. A lot of things that were kind of in the plans, but not on paper. They were the hopeful things, but why aren't SMART goals, you know, that SMART? Well, i got to tell you this. I couldn't get a job right out of prison, and after it wasn't even a month talking to another guy that I was uh, incarcerated with, um, my buddy Bory. Um, he had started going to school. Now, he was working some straight cash jobs, which, you know, when you're on parole, that's not the best because you can't prove you're working because you you're not getting a paycheck, you're not being taxed. Um, but he signed up for school, and that was his way to show his parole officer he was doing something. And um, sorry, Bory, if you're listening, I love you to death. But I was like, if Bory can do it, then I know I can. So I signed up for school. Um, got enrolled at University of Phoenix. Matter of fact, uh, I went back and forth talking with a counselor, and um, my parents went down to Las Vegas. Um, so I was home alone. Um, which has a different meaning when you're 36 years old, but <laughs> I was home alone and uh, I just put my nose to the grindstone and uh, I got Citibank to approve me for a student loan and I signed up for classes. Uh, my parents came back and I was like, hey, um, well, I got some good news, you know, I, I'm in school, you know, so I need to go get a computer and, you know, all this stuff. Um, but that was my plan B. But I never gave up on plan A. So I'm still putting in applications. I figured if I did online school, I would have the freedom, if I were to find a job, to work whatever hours and I could do the school on the off hours. Um, so that's what I did. Um, and I went back and forth, back and forth, and I, I didn't end up getting a job until a, f- a couple of months later. Um... But I never quit on school, and I never quit on getting the job. So, like I said, that's going to be another podcast. I I don't believe in having plan A, B, and C anymore. Just have a plan A and run with it. That's another talk, though. But for these SMART goals, um, people kept telling me what I couldn't do, right? You can't go to school and work, or you can't work and go to school. Then I started dating someone at the time. You can't do that. Every, at every turn, there was someone telling me what I couldn't do. And if I had really set smart goals, right? Really, really. And, and I mean, someone will argue with me and I, I'm more than welcome. Hey, you know what? We can do a Skype interview and we'll do a podcast on that. But the reality is, is when, when you tell someone, hey, put together a smart goal. And they go, okay, specific. I want to lose 20 pounds cool specific right measurable well it's 20 pounds so i can measure that you know i weigh 200 pounds i want to get down to 180 boom i'm there got it okay next one achievable is it achievable yeah or maybe someone says you know what it's achievable but you know what, let me say I want to lose 10 pounds now, because that's 
that's that's the next letter the r the realistic like i want i want to i want to be realistic you know i haven't been able to do it so let me dial it back a notch you know that way i can be successful and time bound you know i was going to say uh 60 days but let's be real you know i i like to eat i, I don't really like exercising uh I'm going to give myself 90 days. I'm going to give myself 180. I'm going to give myself a year, you know. So they put together a SMART goal. And because it's a SMART goal, it's achievable and realistic. Well, people, I'm here to tell you, um, greatness didn't come from being achievable or realistic. Um, and and I'll circle around to, uh, I listen to a lot of motivational videos and speeches and podcasts and read books and everything else and and you hear this a lot right um the four minute mile nobody had ran a four minute mile until what somebody did right and it just was the impossible thing like anyone who said you know hey my goal is to run a four minute mile people would laugh at them say you're great it's impossible nobody's ever done it right so it can't be a possible can't be achievable or realistic yet here we are now with tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of people that have run four minute miles why if anything we're in a worse state in the world now than we were back then because there's so many different things that can make you fat and lazy and everything else right yet we have these athletes that are doing it like it's nothing but you rewind the clock, and guess what? They can't do it back in the day. I mean, think about it. That four-minute mile was ran in 1954, all those years ago. Now we got plenty of people doing it. But how many people before 1954 just said it can't be done? And yeah, you can say, hey, there's better tennis shoes and more you know, aerodynamic tank tops, but come on, people. So what are you... Yes, you. I'm talking to you, whoever you are, male, female, otherwise, sitting there listening to this right now. What is something you want to do? And I don't care. Like, throw away the vices. Um, and when I say the vices, I'm, I'm talking about more the devices, right? Because in this day and age, you have 37 screens screaming for your attention whether it's your phone your kindle your ipad um your ipod i mean your watch there are so many things that say hey look at me let me give you joy i am what matters and i'm here to tell you people what matters you have you had it before technology had you and that's you so dig deep down what is it you truly want to do and when you want to set that into a goal because we all know it's just a dream until you put something behind it and you plan to get it then it's a goal and i'm a big believer in turning dreams into goals and then turning goals into reality and making bigger and better goals and don't get me wrong i am by no means perfect I jokingly tell people I'm a better instructor than I am a doer because I can tell you how to be a millionaire while I'm sitting here struggling and striving to, to make ends meet. The reality is this, though. 
we are human beings, the chances of our existence, I mean, do you realize that the odds of you even being born were like one in 400 trillion, some ridiculous amount like that? Think about that. You could win the lotto like a million times before you would win becoming a human being. Crazy, right? Crazy because you see so many human beings, you're like, eh, you know, whatever. But for that individual person being born, it was such a shot in the dark. So you were born. What would ever give you the audacity to think you weren't put here for a reason? So I'm challenging you today, you know, sit down, turn off all the devices, go in the closet, wherever you got to go, right? Listening to some, some background just music not words and i learned this as the shoes off approach what that means is not only and please take your shoes off i do it all i do it at work (laughs) but be comfortable but more importantly be yourself let me say that again be comfortable but more importantly be yourself we tend as human beings to utilize the influencers around us to determine what we like, dislike, want to do, don't want to do. And then deep down, when we do something or buy something or, or say something, later on we might feel this little tinge of, man, why did I do that? And you know what that is? That is the real you coming out and saying, dude, stop. So, for example, I I did the MBTI, the Myers-Briggs assessment when I first got out of prison for school. And it had me listed, I won't go through all the letters, but the main one, you know, introvert, extrovert. Had me listed as an introvert. Years later, I actually went and got certified as a practitioner, which I shamelessly will say I don't remember any of it. I have all the books and I probably need to read through them because it's some really good stuff. But I was retested as an extrovert. And in the class, they asked us, did anyone test differently? And I said, yeah. And they they said, why do you think? And I said, well, we talk about a shoes-off approach, really digging deep down. And and what do we really feel with each of those questions? When it says pick a word, which one do I really think is the better word? Not what society tells me is a better word or anything else. And what it came down to was in prison, I had to be a little bit more introverted, which is going against myself because I feed off people. An extrovert isn't someone who gets up and likes to talk to people randomly and just, hey, how you doing? I'm Tito. No, I, I actually hate that. But what I love is when I'm trying to get my juices flowing, when I'm trying to be creative, I need to bounce those ideas off people. So I need to talk to people. And usually they're people I know, right? So it makes it easy. But at the same time, if you give me a topic and push me in front of 700 people, and I'm not exaggerating, no problem, I would get up there and talk. Because I pull energy from people. Whereas introverts can do that the opposite way. They don't need the people around. Um but I very much will sit in a room by myself, figure things out, and then I have to go run it by people. I don't feel comfortable with it until I do. 
Um, but anyway, smart goals. Like, don't be realistic. Like, go for the gusto. And you know what do they say? You know you you shoot you shoot for the the moon and you miss. At least you're in the stars, right? It's you you want to make goals unrealistic and push yourself. Don't freaking give up. If you're passionate about it, you'll get it. If it's a goal that you're doing for someone else, that's when it'll seem impossible because you really don't want to do it. So don't use this philosophy if you're talking about you know stealing a hundred million dollars that's not good and it's not going to help anyone it's probably not what you really want to do now if you really really every day you look in the mirror and you're unhappy with yourself yes don't say i want to lose five pounds say 10 say 20 for that matter i mean it really doesn't matter whatever you're trying to do go all in plan a doesn't believe in plan b and plan b is is just for people that don't believe in themselves to ever hit plan A. So go ahead, kick it into overdrive, and shoot for the freaking stars. I'm trying to tell you people, I'm speaking from experience, but I've fallen off the bus. So now I'm back at it again, and I'm doing it through these podcasts, trying to let you all know what I went through, how prison kind of reshaped me. But it was always in me. It took something crazy like prison to kind of drag it back out of me. And now it's it's basically taking complacency to pull it out again. So another thing I'm going to leave you all with to wrap this up is really focus on finding some accountability buddies. And they might not be good to be your best friends or your family members. You want people that are going to kick you in the ass and get you going. So make sure you pick some people that are going to be real with you and and don't have a problem telling you straight up to your face, man. You done fell off. You need to get your butt back on that horse. So I want to give a shout out. I'm not going to put names out there, but there's some people at work that really do that with me. And I really appreciate it, y'all, when you listen you already know you're smiling. You know it's you. My wife, she kicks me in the behind all the time, you know, and I appreciate it as much as I might frown and and talk words under my voice. But the reality is, is you need people that are going to put your nose back on that grindstone when you take it off. So find those accountability buddies. Remember, smart goals are great, you know, for certain things. But when you're trying to make dreams become reality, you're going to have to take it up a notch. You're going to have to shoot for them stars knowing damn well. Even if you miss, you're up there. You're up there. And you just keep grinding. Never freaking give up. Anyway, this is Tito, 15 of Life. It's what happens in life after doing life in prison. Uh, I just got off the phone with a good buddy. I can't wait to uh, get an interview with him on here. Um, I'm excited these are actually dropping. This is actually current date and time. Uh October 16th now, as you heard in the beginning, I started this one um, a couple of months ago, really, into July, beginning of August, so it's been a, a process. Uh, I'm glad a few people are listening, and I hope to keep getting some more listeners and even more comments, questions, and I'll be sure to review those and talk about them. Anyway, thank you all. Have a great day.